Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Ingenuity Show has the weirdest style. The Ingenuity Show hopes you stay a while. Come with these three nerdy engineers. What you will find might linger in the cochlea of your ears. Oh, with every nerdcast, there is something new. If you are listening, then this show's for you. You may think the premise of this show sounds so absurd. Well, you're You're the the one listening who's the nerd. You know me so you can't just say bizarre. Never get a moment free. Hello and welcome to the Engineerdy Show. Hello. I am Saint Jimmy. I am the tech nerdigist of the show. I bring you our technology segment. I've got D Vitty here with me. He's the entropist. If you say so. He gives us our news. Did you guys hear about that news story? Not yet. I was just kidding. Oh. And that was enterprising. <laughs> and Skyping in is Mr. Pold. He's trying to track down oh. our um, page view leader of the week. Oh, that's actually... Oh, that explains the page view leader of the week. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, he is on location in Asia, Skyping yes. in. Uh, Mr. Pold is our nerdiculturist. He gives us our culture segment. Uh, fake sponsor. Our fake sponsor this week is Nerd Switches. Turn your nerd on and off with this handy, easily installed switch. Now available through remote for your wife to keep in her purse. <laughs> what was that? Does your baseball cap work? It's like a switch. It's like, it's like a, a switch. switch. I, I might need to turn you weekly. up. Oh, you're not. Oh, okay. Whoa. You got uh, Red. Sorry. I realized you weren't up very loud on the mixer. Okay. Wow, we got really quiet there. Well, so I... should, we, should we warn people that oh, yeah. there could be uh, announcements? Yeah, so Mr. Pold is in an airport where he's got a <laughs> layover. I think he's sitting on a speaker from what it sounded like earlier. So you may occasionally hear in the background the voice of the woman announcer speaking in Korean. Korean and English. Oddly so. enough, he is in Germany. Weird. <laughs> no, I don't, lost my check. Germany is not in Asia. Eurasia. It's Eurasia. No, Eurasia. Asia Voltron. <laughs> yes. I haven't seen Voltron here. You haven't? Nope. 
No, none of the lions? Not a single one? <laughs> well, I think I did see the red lion. Sweet. <laughs> Is Who's that the name lion? of a hotel? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> red lion's the name of a tree store. That'd be funny oh. if a movie with the red lion guy like, has a <laughs> red lion like bellhop uniform. <laughs> That'd be great. He's like, time to use oh, my no, power. That's red we can stay here. <laughs> so I've been watching Doctor Who. Who? Exactly. <laughs> you but I'm kind of behind. Um, and lately, when I turn it on, it tells me that it's only going to be on Netflix until the end of the month. That's what my wife told me, so we were watching it too. So I went to what? see. I went to see how many episodes I had left in the season because I wanted to get done before the end of the se- the month. And I am. I have a whole season left beyond the one I'm on. Now, are we talking the old one? Or are we talking the new one? Newer ones. The new ones. Holding to proceed to the gate. I'm turning Mr. Pulled down because that was loud. <laughs> okay, it's over. Um, yeah, so I didn't realize the new, or I'd forgotten that the latest season on Netflix I hadn't gotten to. It's the one uh, with the. Wait, new, they're taking it off of Netflix? They're taking Doctor Who off. No! I haven't seen all of them. I'm way behind. I'm not going to catch up. I'm not going to. I'm hoping I can make it to the end of the season I'm on, which is the last Matt Smith season. I haven't seen any of his. Which I was oh. sad because of something that happened in it, but I won't spoil it. Okay. Well, I'm watching the 1980 something one. Oh. That one probably isn't going away. Oh. I don't know. If it does, you can watch the 1980 Galactica series. Ooh. Oh. I saw that on there. Not as good. Oh. I started watching that once and it was very strange. Huh. I used to watch it as a kid, I think. Yeah, I think so. It had Face Man in it. Yeah. Huh. It was Starbuck. Starbuck. A lot less attractive than the new Starbuck. Yeah. I'll say. No, I don't know. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> sun to shine today I want your fears to be okay I want your love to be the same as the bright shining stars I want your mama girl I want your dad I want the best thing you ever had I want it all that's exactly what I get with the bright shining stars. So, any interesting uh, stories from your trip? Should we do that in uh, Nerdiculture? Oh, that's next. I forgot we were doing that for Nerdiculture. I didn't have very many intro <laughs> topics this week, so. Oh, okay. I was hoping to fill, but we should move on to Nerdiculture. All right, so I guess we're now in nerdiculture. Huh? Yeah, we didn't do the the tone to turn the page or anything, but let's jump oh, right in. I can if you want. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, he did it anyways. <laughs> oh, he already did it. You can't stop me. <laughs> so I've been 
in Japan the last couple weeks. Oh. What? And uh, motion, we'll motion? speak Japanese oh. there. Did you bring me back a... Uh, corn, I don't. Cream corn-filled donut. I did not bring you a cream <laughs> corn-filled donut. I have to make my own. Do they have corn there? Is it corn like an American? What's she call me? <laughs> I don't know what she's saying. Don't worry, she'll tell you in English. She, that's right. She's saying, do not bring cream corn filled donuts into our country. <laughs> you will be deported. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm trying to get out of here. That? Oh, yeah. I speak uh, fluent South Korean. Oh, really? Is that different than North Korean? Yes, it's got a different dialect. Oh. I've been to that airport, I believe. Bound for Singapore. If you're heading to Singapore, Singapore. on Korean flight six, <laughs> four, three. All right. So how's Japan? It was good. Thank you. Is it like wintry uh, there where you were? We did have one day where it snowed. <clears throat> um, we had also had a day that it rained profusely. That's not uncommon in Antarctica. Yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't rain or that's, snow that, much there. That's where Japan was. <laughs> no, <laughs> a little further north. All right, I'm getting you an atlas for your birthday. Yeah, the guy holding up the globe. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it was cool. Our hotel was next to this place that was called the Ginza. It was basically this long covered street that was had shops and stores all along it for like I don't know 10 12 blocks wow that's cool so we would often wander up and down to find some place to eat huh so there were like little stalls with selling food and then you know hats and other things next yeah, to it yeah clothing toys restaurants uh, there was a 7-Eleven, McDonald's. Huh. They even had a department store, like a nine-story department store that opened up into it. Well, that's cool. Did they have Honey Bee? What is that? It's an Asian restaurant. Did they have Waffle House? Wow, she's doing those announcements a lot. <laughs> I know, they announce all the time. It's like they are more frequent now that we started recording. Because yeah, earlier it seemed like there was a huge break, but now it's like the third or fourth one since we started. I wonder if there's a plane loading nearby or something. Oh, maybe. It might have to do with something like that. So did you buy cool souvenirs from the little shops? or? I actually bought my souvenirs at a... Like an American Four, store three, that oh. had Singapore. it was geared toward Americans, so it had souvenirs in it. On oh. six, four, three. Cool. Please proceed. To Which the gate you know, for boarding. Thank get souvenir stuff there. But uh, so there's this one restaurant that my coworker and I. Um, we were walking past, and they had this display case out on the sidewalk that had different examples of what food they had there. And we were looking for a place with burgers, so we went in there. They had a burger on display. 
And so a few days later, I was with another different coworker, and we were thinking of having burgers. I'm like, oh, well, this one place we went to was really good. So we went and found it again. And as we're looking through the menu, um, we saw like two pages full of desserts. Oh. And so there's this banana split looking dessert. And uh, it was kind of funny because the the guy running the restaurant uh, didn't speak English. Yeah. But he had an English menu that he'd give us. Oh. And when the second time I went there, um, there was some confusion. He thought that we wanted one burger and split it between us. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to, like, you know, you try to explain that we want one for each, you know, two burgers. <laughs> you told him that you were Americans, uh, right? You should have, like, three burgers each. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he brought us the burgers, and we finished them, and then we ordered the dessert. And he was like, looked at us with this look on his face, and like, <laughs> one for both? <laughs> like, no, each of us get one. And he was like, kind of surprised, and okay. Did he ask you? So he came back. Don't you Americans know that your economy is failing? Sure he thought we were on a date or something, I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> he came back and uh, brought these gigantic mugs. They were probably 10 inches tall and like wow. three or four inches of diameter, just filled with ice cream and bananas and, <laughs> and chocolate. Enough to feed a family. Like, yeah, it could feed a small family. <laughs> yeah, I th- and so uh, we, you know, we ate them and I could see them kind of peeking at us as we were eating it through the door. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy Americans. And uh, he was like, "Whoa, these guys are actually finishing this thing." <laughs> That's and awesome. so we finished it, and it was it was awesome. And so the next day, we were with a couple different coworkers, and we went to a, like a curry place for dinner. And then afterwards, we're like, "Oh, you need to try these desserts that we found." So we show up the same place the next night, four of us, and uh, sit down and order you know the same desserts. And uh, one guy with us could actually speak and read Japanese. Oh. And so when he was looking at the menu, he's like, oh, this is uh, a challenge dessert. <laughs> <laughs> like the challenge is if he can finish it. <laughs> wow. You guys had seconds? And there, and there I am, the second day in a row, finishing this huge, gigantic dessert. <laughs> After you've already eaten supper. Did you hear the word sumo at all? <laughs> no. <laughs> Were you wearing a diaper at the Bring time? Bring me another. Or I will eat you. <laughs> um, it seems uh, like Dad had a. You story. probably made the local news. Local or <laughs> visiting giant from America. Yeah. <laughs> seems like Dad had a story of when he was over in Asia somewhere, and he and several guys went into a restaurant and each ordered something off the menu, and then found out that each of those items was meant to feed like four or five people. <laughs> hey, I did that at a Chinese That's food restaurant great. in a place where I went to college first time. Oh, My friend and I went to this Chinese food restaurant and we ordered, we each wanted a couple different things. We got so much food. It was ridiculous. <laughs> we ate for days. Well, you didn't eat it all there though. No, but we thought we were going to. Yeah. Until it all started showing up and you're like, oh wait, it's a lot of food. Must have been good well, this the dinner we had was, uh, we took a train to get to the restaurant because they didn't have one real close, but it was like, it's really good curry. It's called a Coco, Coco Curry. Hmm. I guess it's like a chain 
curry place in Japan. But oh, everything's made out of chocolate. It was funny because the three guys I was with, all three of them got like a spiciness level four. I got a spiciness level three because I wasn't crazy. <laughs> but two of them were like sweating profusely the whole time. and <laughs> That's how you know it's hot <laughs> enough. <laughs> Why would you want to do that? I don't know. Three was plenty hot for me, so... But yeah, it was really I'd good. Like, I like to have some taste buds left when I'm done eating. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys heard about the new... Um, it's like a drug that like paralyzes certain taste buds in your mouth for about an hour? Uh-uh. Basically, you can't taste sweet. So if you like oh. are drinking, like a, eating a candy bar or drinking a soda, apparently yeah. it makes it so all you can taste is the chemicals that aren't the sugary sweetness. And it makes things taste gross. That... So it's torture pill. Oh. Just say torture pill. That's Torture pill. <laughs> hey, the more people that eat that, the more sweets for me. See, I like the pill that, or it's not a pill, it's like a nut from Africa that you roll around on your tongue, and it makes things that aren't sweet taste sweet. So you could like mm. eat vegetables and they, eat would taste, they would taste like candy. That sounds like a better idea. Yeah, I... It's like those uh, people that take the drug that makes it so that drinking alcohol makes them violently ill so that they won't mm. drink alcohol. But that at least is a, an actual addiction where a candy habit. That could I mean, be an addiction. I know, but if you're counting on me taking the pill that would make the candy not taste good, I probably wouldn't take the pill. Probably not. Or wouldn't eat. Just don't eat the candy. Yeah, Why go to that extent? Wait for now. Right. If I really wanted to not eat as much candy, I think I could probably I think do they it. said it's like a drop you put on your tongue. And apparently when you first put it on there, it tastes sweet. And then it totally like changes and tastes chemically in your mouth. Nice. It'd be funny to trick, like slip it in someone's beverage or something. See if, the, if, oh. that, if that worked. If you did it clandestinely like that, then you might affect their... Desire to drink certain things. Yeah. Like this soda tastes horrible. I don't know if there's any side effects. but Weight <laughs> loss. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. what Irritability. I guess I don't really. Didn't they make a movie I don't have any real food? interesting stories that don't revolve around food. <laughs> oh. All you did is work and eat? Pretty much. No nude beaches on this trip? (laughs) (laughs) Not this trip. (laughs) It's a little cold. Yeah, uh, that would probably be a deal breaker for a lot of people. But it was funny. uh, So hotel, when you are leaving the hotel, you're supposed to drop your key off at the the, uh, desk, and then you pick it up on your way back through. Oh, interesting. And... uh, one of the guys I was with was trying to learn the, the numbers, the names of the numbers, so he could tell them in Japanese which room he was had so they could give him the right key. Right. <laughs> and he, he kept having to ask us what six was. We had to tell him Roku. <laughs> Roku? So that was pretty funny. I could have remembered that. Yeah. So that the little device you had in your TV yeah. so you could watch Netflix? And- well, he remembered it once I told him. It's like that little device. Oh. 
and explained it to him. He's like, oh, okay. Isn't that the <laughs> name of a character on something? Ryu. Oh, I was, I was thinking Ryu. You had it. I was thinking that too, but I, well, I thought that sounded Ryu. There's San Goku on Dragon Ball Z. Oh. Well, this is kind of funny, and this happened just this morning. So my, uh, my coworker and I were the only ones that were flying through South Korea to get home. And uh, so we were going to take the bus to the airport, which like two hours away. And so we get to the, uh, while we're walking there this morning at like 6 a.m. And I'm like, so do they take cards or do we need to pay in cash? And he's like, oh, I hope they take cards because I don't have any cash left. (laughs) (laughs) So we get to the bus station and they only take cash. Nice. And I just barely, I just barely had enough yen left in my wallet to pay for my bus trip, but he didn't have any cash, so they kind of directed him to an ATM. And uh, we we got there like 20 minutes before the bus was supposed to leave. Well, he's gone for 15 minutes. <laughs> he finally comes back and says, none of the ATMs I could find worked. Oh, no. <laughs> so he had to figure out something else. <laughs> Okay, we'll let you on if you massage the bus driver's shoulders the whole time. <laughs> so, yeah, so I ended up going to the alone in an unfamiliar place, not knowing the language at all. I mean, he didn't either, but if you're two, it's easier to figure out what you're doing than being by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so, I luckily the person at information spoke enough English that they could direct me to the right place to go. and So huh. it worked out, but... <laughs> well, that's good. That sounds stressful. Yeah. Uh, a little bit, especially when you have no idea what's gone. <laughs> it's like that time I was in Manila. No, I guess I spoke the language, though. I can imagine yeah. if I had been in Manila, lost and not known the language, that would be stressful. Well, I wasn't really lost. I was at the airport, but I was really hoping I had taken the right bus. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would... I feel a lot better when I saw the airport coming up. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Oh, and we're pulling into the departures. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I was starting to wonder, how would I... If it brought me to the relay, <laughs> how would I find my way you know (laughs) yeah i could see you like uh pantomiming airplanes and all the (laughs) all the natives are (laughs) godzilla it made me it it made me think of the indiana jones movie where uh i don't remember the character's name huh he got lost in his own museum right that guy yeah where he's talking like, oh, he can fit in anywhere, and then yeah. it shows him like wandering around. He speaks a dozen Egypt. languages. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. But it was funny when we discovered that one of our coworkers spoke Japanese, because he he brought us to this uh, Korean barbecue place, and uh, we sit down and we're all trying to you know struggling trying to figure out how to order what we want to order. <laughs> Then it gets to him. He's like the last in ordering, and he just like fluently speaks Japanese, and we're all staring at him like, okay, you could have helped us out. (laughs) You're going first next time. Yeah, so we utilized him a lot more after that. (laughs) 
That's awesome. We're always bringing stuff home. What does this say? What does this say? (laughs) I can pretend to speak Japanese, okay? Can you? Oh, does it work? (laughs) Only on people that don't know Japanese. (laughs) Oh, okay. You just do Tagalog and then say it was Japanese. Yeah. You're in the restaurant just like speaking gibberish and pointing and they're like writing down. Everybody's impressed that you know the language. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone except for the person taking your order. You just get whatever you want. Whatever they want. Well, I guess they would think you were speaking some other language. Right. Like, oh, that guy must be from Uzbekistan. Bangladesh. Timbuktu. So... It's hard to find root beer over here. Oh, <gasps> what? Yeah. And so I've, my favorite drink has become uh, melon soda. Oh. It's it... like a green soda. I wonder what the ad campaign for that would be like. <laughs> <laughs> it's green and delicious. Yeah. They so didn't... I ended up ordering that with all my meals. <laughs> in the commercial. They didn't have uh, root beer in the Philippines really either, so I drank Royale, which is orange soda. Oh, I thought you were drinking cheeseburger. Oh, okay. No. It was funny because you, if you didn't say it right, they would have no idea what you're talking about. So when I first got there, <laughs> I, I read it, and I'm like, yeah, give me a – well, I was speaking Tagalog, but I'm like, "Can it, give me a Royal. And they're like, huh? I'm like, the orange one there. Like, oh, Royale. Like, yeah, Royale. <laughs> That's real different than Royal. It is. I, I guess. Have you seen Stargate? Yeah. It's, it's all your bells. Pronunciation. Got to pronounce it right. Yep. Whoa. It's funny that... Godzilla attacking? It's a <laughs> flavor Korea, of Fanta. Like, oh, yeah. We read a list yeah, of Fanta It's a long distance once. from Japan to Korea that Godzilla can make that journey. He's lazy. <laughs> Was he in San Francisco in the last movie? Uh, yeah. He gets around. Just you're, like Tupac. You're ruining my point. <laughs> you see Ultraman while you're in Japan. Did he save the, I didn't. I was he, tempted to see Star Wars in Japanese, though. Oh, he should have. Oh, I know, but That'd be nobody I was with was interested in doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the guy that spoke Japanese hadn't seen the movie yet. Oh. Either so it's like, hey, you you know Japanese, so that he was waiting for his kids because they had to like, I don't know, plan it out when they could do it together as a family. Oh, I'm gonna go again. I have a free movie ticket. I tried to go Ooh. already, but ended up seeing a different movie, which I didn't put on my consumption. Uh oh, I'd like to see it again. I can't wait till to buy it and watch it at home. One of the- one of the funny things is uh, most of the menus that had the melon soda on there, they spelled it M-E-R-O-N. <laughs> uh, they're just Marin perpetuating the stereotype. Are you going to put some pictures up on English.com when you get back? <laughs> I, didn't have, I didn't bring a camera. Oh, oh right. Kind of makes sense. So. <laughs> Since you can't take a camera to work. Yeah, well, I kind of can on these trips. Oh, I was just thinking, uh, I think I would bring a camera. Yeah, I would. At least, you well, know, for when I was out. I was, using, I was using my son's old cell phone as a camera. Oh. But it won't, 
it won't boot up now. So now it's just a battery charger. Alright, well, because it has the same battery as right. his current right. phone. Right. Crikey. Oh. <laughs> Put another shrimp on the bobby. So were you? Were you? Wrong done? country. Oh. <laughs> oh, do you have questions for me? Go ahead. No, I was just. I didn't catch the last thing you said, and it sounded like you were wrapping things up. Yes, I'm wrapping it up. Okay. I might have more next time when I'm live with you guys. Okay. Instead of calling from the future. The yeah. Future. It is tomorrow there. <laughs> it is? Yes. In Korea. Which is funny, because for me, it's like, okay, I'm going to see my kids tomorrow. But for them, it's like, I'll see you in two days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of weird. Only if you're dealing with just, just with a date. <laughs> it's still the same, still number, the same number, of number of hours. Yeah. Well, that's true. But, but if you're like, I'll see you Saturday, that's different for him than it is for them. Yeah, for I'll see him Friday, game, which is... Saturday here. Yeah, except you're going to be cutting out a chunk in the middle there. You're going to be time traveling. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm going to be traveling into the past. The distant past. Yeah, so even with my long layup where I'm going to land about the same time that I left. Oh, you know what would be funny? On the same day. Is graphing Superman's travel around the Earth versus time? Because it wouldn't really work that way, right? I mean, unless he really was traveling faster than the speed speed of light. light. That's the theory. But up to to the point. That would be an interesting thing to give to the XKCD guy. Yeah. Up to the point from when he started to when he actually started traveling in time when he exceeded the speed of light. What did the time chart look like for him? Well, time would <laughs> get slower and slower. Well, his, he wouldn't notice a difference in time. But, the, to, it, but looking at the Earth, it would look like the Earth was slowing down. But, yeah. He would go back to the day and then at some point go back to the day he started in again right yeah. if you go that fast it'd be weird something yeah, to blow would your he mind see with. himself no but he's <laughs> traveling he's going in the same circle but going back in time so isn't his self still he's in that circle he's not really going back in, in, Mr. Paul's not really traveling in time no I'm talking about Superman <laughs> Well, he's only traveling time once he goes past to the speed of light, right? Well, you don't know what kind of plane I'm taking. You could be taking Wonder Woman's jet. That would be interesting. <laughs> don't go in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> At least there's movies I can watch on the plane yeah. for 12 hours. <laughs> Is it all in Japanese? No, they're English ones. In fact, no, when we get to the Korean. consumption, I'll tell you about some that I watched. <laughs> okay. Star Wars redubbed with British accents. <laughs> well, a lot of the actors are British. Okay, do Jar Jar with a British accent. <laughs> I don't know how. I tried to think of how. Mr. Jar Jar Binks. I don't know. I'm unconvinced. I don't know. I'll give that to my friend that does good. Um, okay. And see if he Impersonations. Can do it. Impressions. Although just the mention of Jar Jar might keep him from doing it. Oh. Well, have him do Boss Nass. Uh, somebody I know that like this likes him more Austin. than this like Jar Jar. Really? He's one of my favorite characters in I that. I like him 
Watto is my favorite. Watto is up there. He's one of my faves. One life, it's you around. One job, one light, and this voice inside. It's hard to believe there is no one away. It's hard to believe I'm alone in this place. Let's go to technology. Yes, please. All right. So <laughs> the crap. in Africa, a lot of people spend a large amount of their time just going to get water for their family. And basically, they're, you've probably seen videos or pictures of the women with the buckets on their head carrying water. And on average, they're carrying about a five-gallon bucket worth of water. It's a lot of weight. It is which causes problems, but short. that's the amount of water for their family for that day. So they could spend half the day getting five gallons of water for their whole family. And then it also causes a lot of them have neck injuries from that. And, uh, it's just a big waste of, you know, Plus a lot of the water is not clean, right? They're just dipping out of like a pond or a, a, a puddle. Yeah, some kind of large puddle or a, oh, you know, there are some wells or streams or rivers, but they're not always clean. So there's a company that invented this device called the Hippo Roller. And what it is. <laughs> sounds fun. Sounds dangerous. Well, it's, it's like counterfeiting for, for Africa. It's a plastic drum that holds about 24 gallons of water. It looks like something you'd use to like flatten your yard. It it looks exactly like that. So do they roll it and then walk on top of it like the log? No, no it has people an axle has that goes through the middle that comes up to a handle. So oh. you push it in front of you. But okay. you get five times the amount of water and you don't hurt your neck. And it, this picture shows kids pushing it. If they could put a oh. filter system in that, that would be even better. So on one end is the, the lid and... Where the lid screws on, you can actually screw a filter on there. Oh, that's that, cool. That you can get with the system so that you can have more than enough water for one day. So you're reducing the amount of time you're spending transporting water. So it's 24 gallons. You're reducing your neck injuries uh, and it's um, and you can filter the water so the water's cleaner. Um. This is kind of a cool project. If you go to hipporoller.org, you can get involved. You can donate to charities that are buying these and sending them to third world countries. Um, they are, it, 
they aren't really like going and trying to sell them to these people because they can't afford them. But what they're doing is selling them to people that as a charity. So you can oh. do, you can donate directly to the company, or you can get involved with other groups that are collecting funds. It's pretty cool. They uh, they're supposed to last. One roller it says is will last five years, but they said a lot of them last even longer than that. So it's not something hmm. that is gonna break easily. It's pretty cool. And uh, so, somewhere else recently, I heard that one of the reasons that third world countries can't get up to the level of of modern countries, like Western countries, is because they spend so much time on necessities, like getting clean water and mm-hmm. food. Um, if they could spend less time on that and more time, you know, earning money or, you know, investing in infrastructure that they could pull themselves out of poverty, basically. And so when I saw this article, that's what I thought of. I thought this was really cool that people can help these impoverished nations, you know, catch up with the rest of the world, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Because mm-hmm. if you took a task that you spent 50% of your waking time doing and cut that down to 5% or 10%, I mean... There'd be lots of watch, watch a lot less TV. Yeah, well, they don't have TVs, oh. but... <laughs> uh, they could, you know... I'm saying 50% of my time... Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Well, imagine, let's put it this way. If you had to only work one day a week and made the same amount of money, think what else you could do to... I could get five other jobs and make a lot of money. Yeah, or you could (laughs) start a business, you know, or grow your own food instead of buying it at the store so that you could save even more money, you know. Or just do leisure activities or, you know, fix up your house so it's higher value or All right, I'm more sold. livable. I'm going to talk to my boss. <laughs> Here's the deal. You're going to pay me the same. same gonna work I'm only going to work one day a week. It's going to be Tuesday because no one wants to work on Monday. Uh, I was just thinking that. The first thought was I'm only going to come in Monday. And then I thought, no, no nobody Wednesday. likes Mondays. Hump day. Hump day. Yeah, you come into work. Hump day, everyone. Woo. Woo. It'd be great. <laughs> All right, so if you're interested in helping out people get clean water, go to hipporoller.org and you can get involved. I'm going to get free hippo bacon if you call now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm, hippo bacon. Does it taste like I pork? want some now? I don't know if hippo bacon tastes like pork. Probably be fishier. Don't they eat a lot of water-based things? Like know. seaweed. I don't know. Is that why fish? Do they have seaweed in rivers? Well, think about the river and the, the river's farm. weed. There's plants oh. that grow in the water. Gross. I don't know if you call it seaweed. Riverweed. Yeah. It's not really a sea. Plus, these hippo rollers... They can level their yard with them. <laughs> That's right. That road looks very smooth. <laughs> That's exactly because I did level my yard 
Yeah. When we lived in Idaho. Definitely filled with water even. And you get the thing, load it up, bring it home, fill it with water, and then like push around the yard. It's uh, steamroller. Minus the steam. Right. Ooh, you could fill it with steam, although that wouldn't weigh as much. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how much pressure you put in. Yeah, that's true. What steam? That sounds safe. Yeah, it's what not could really go wrong? high pressure yeah. vessel. It could use the handle to heat it. <laughs> Electricity for it. metal handle. Yeah, it goes through the middle. <laughs> oh, I I did that with We're a oven spatula. Mitts. We have a gas stove top, right. and we were cooking on half the right side of it with a cast iron skillet thing that you put on there. Yep. Well, on the other side was a cookie sheet from something else we were had made, and there was a spatula sitting on it with the handle over towards Ooh. the other thing. And I didn't think about it. I was helping my wife flip a quesadilla, and I grabbed the handle, and it melted to my hand. I had to, like, scrape the plastic off of the cold water. You can see it's kind Ouch. of a, oh, a little did discolored. It, did it leave the design that told you how to find the Ark of the Covenant? No, but you can see the pattern <laughs> of my hand on the... Oh, on your the, hand print was uh, on yeah. the plastic spatula. Yeah. And then while I'm trying to put my hand under the cold water and... I think it it is blistered, but I think it's kind of deep. We'll see what happens with it. It doesn't really hurt right now. But my wife grabs a spatula and comes over and takes my cold water to cool it down so she could use it. <laughs> uh, your hand will heal. I need the spatula now. <laughs> okay. That sounds like my method of moving furniture. <laughs> Put your hands on the corners because your hands will heal. Yeah, if you run into the corner of the door... All right, that is Technergy. Awesome. Thanks. to the new random news with DVD. All right, let me get my article out. So a man in England, Basingbourne, England, to be exact. I'm a man. Um, this is just, <laughs> today's the 21st, right? Yeah. This is today. No. Not for you. This is the, oh, okay. <laughs> 21st in England. I don't know if that was yesterday. I don't know. It was yesterday for me. No, They're for people in England. probably past midnight by now. But a, a man was out for some reason not at work, but he was in his single passenger hot air balloon, oh, floating like, around. And no, realized, I have one of those. Like Brits are known to do. And he realized that he wasn't. Uh, and instead of a basket, it actually has a seat. I guess a single seat that oh. he sits in. And he was traveling someplace, and he realized he wasn't didn't have enough altitude to get there. Why am I picturing him holding a fishing pole? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but um, he was going to Royston Heath. And he wasn't going to make it because he had light winds more than he anticipated. Oh, so he didn't have enough fuel like... to get there. 
So um, he had to make an unscheduled landing. And you could see below him there was fields of sheep, but then there was two open areas, which happened to be a primary school and a village college. So he decided to land in the primary school's parking lot or <laughs> field. I think it was a field in the picture. Um, and according to the principal or the head lady of the school, it made their day, this whole school. <laughs> I bet. Including the man's daughter who goes to that school. Oh. <laughs> who came up. He said uh, that uh, he said that his daughter came over to see him. Or she said she came across and said hello, which was lovely. Oh. <laughs> I can imagine. She must like her dad because I don't. Oh, here's a video. <laughs> Not that anyone can see that. I accidentally hit the play button. All right. <laughs> so that's the first one. What? I makes me kind of want to get a single passenger on Everland. <laughs> I know. I think where all the schools you could land at. <laughs> yeah. It's like we got killed by a stampeding herd of sheep because you landed in the wrong field. Yeah. All right, for the second news story, sure you'd got. probably land in a tree. So, if you saw somebody in a car picking up roadkill, let's say a deer, what would be your first inclination? Um, uh, dinner. Way. Follow them? And no. See where they went with it? Not unless I worked for like. Well, someone decided game. it was a good idea. And I'm not sure if it's because of uh, if the guy's vehicle was marked because of the. Um, what did it say? Follow me to. It, home cooking. There was actually a, it's in North Carolina. Um, it's a restaurant called China Fun, <laughs> and it was the owner that had seen this police or this dead deer on the side of the road, and uh, so the woman that saw him picking it up and where he was going with it apparently called the police, and they showed up with <laughs> the the what's the health department health investigators. Inspector. Yep, and they did find him out in the parking lot um, butchering, butchering a deer. And there was pieces of the deer in the sink inside, and he said that he wasn't planning on selling it. He just never had deer meat and wanted to try it. <laughs> yeah, unlikely sure. And they have no way to prove that. And they said there's nothing they can do because it didn't actually get into the restaurant. <laughs> so. Um, uh, they found a bunch of cat hides. <laughs> yeah. No, they did the whole full investigation. Interesting. And they didn't find anything, so they couldn't cite him for anything. I know a lot of places um, you can take roadkill, but usually you have to go through the police because they have to issue a, a some kind of license license or something. Tag. Tag. Yeah, because otherwise if you get caught with a dead license. deer right. it's not kill. tagged, you could be charged with poaching. Right. Um, but a lot of and places, yeah. I mean, if, if you're the first one on the scene and the cops show up, and they can usually just release the, the animal to you if you want to. What if it's I mean, your deer... own animal? <laughs> well, that is... Do you have a pet deer? We're talking about the animal here, not like... Well, like you hit a dog animal. or something. <laughs> All right. I that. You've been Just because you're in look. Korea. No. <laughs> hey, that's stereotyping. Is it a cream cornfield dog? Actually, <laughs> having lived in Asia, I know that people over there do eat dogs. Yes. Although in the Philippines it's technically illegal, but they do it anyways. That's oh, a big banter. Okay. All right, so that's the news. Cool, thanks. Um, if you guys want to help support the show, you can go to our website, engineerdyshow.blogspot.com, 
where you can get a free 30-day trial of the Amazon Prime service. Um, the thing I've been doing a lot with it lately is listening to the music. They, you can stream stations, kind of Pandora-esque, except with no commercials. Um, you can download music. They've got tons of songs on there. And when you buy stuff on Amazon, you can get free two-day shipping, plus all their tens of thousands of TV shows and movies that are available to stream. So can I give a testimonial? Yes. So my wife has Amazon Prime on yep. her account, and we got a discount because she's a student. Um, but I don't on my Amazon account. Right. I don't have it. And I ordered Madden 16 mistakenly on my account. Ooh. And by the time I got to check out and realized, oh, crap. I had no choice but to go through with it because I used a gift card I got for Christmas and I had already loaded it up into my account. Oh. Um, it took, it was a full week longer to get Yikes. my games. Because you didn't have the free two-day shipping. Right. I love that two-day shipping. We Our remote control for our TV stopped working the other day. and we, It came two days earlier than they ordered it. It was crazy. Yeah. It showed up <laughs> as that, no. Showed up before we ordered it. No, but it was literally, it was less than 48 hours later when we had a working remote. So, um, the other cool deal we have over there at our website is the audible.com where you can get audiobooks. So we have a 30 day trial and you get two free audiobook downloads with that. And then if you don't want to continue, you just cancel the service before the 30 days is up and you don't pay anything. That's audible, not audible. Did I say audible? I don't know. I was just thinking about, would that be like a self-writing book? Yeah, auto audible. <laughs> it's audible.com. They've got hundreds of thousands of books on there, plus, le- you know, lectures and even like stand-up comedy routines, so... Check, put on there. check that out at engineerdyshow.blogspot.com. Consumption. I think it's, That's I think it's time. Well, at least we don't call it dysentery. Yeah. I could do that today. <laughs> you want me to try that? No.
<laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Fine. All right, so you want to know what I watched? Yes. Blink Man? So I watched <laughs> Furious 7. Ooh, did you like it? In Japanese? Yeah, it was good. I no, it. I watched it on the airplane. Oh, I have it now. Yeah, we got that one for Christmas. I have them now. Um, I watched Man from Uncle. Ooh, what? Man. It had uh, Superman in it. The Man from Uncle. You haven't seen that? No, I've never heard of that. What? It's based on an old TV show. Oh, it's not the old TV show? No. Oh, never mind. I've never heard of it. <laughs> I saw the movie. <laughs> I didn't know there was a movie. Yeah, there's a movie with uh, what's what's the guy that the new guy that's playing Superman these days? Bill Cosby. No, it's Henry Cavill. Kissinger. Cavill. Yeah, he was in it. There's a oh. cavalcade. Yep. <laughs> Something like that. Um, let's see. Sorry, I also saw. Oh, I saw San Andreas. Oh, I like that one. With the Rock. With the Rock. I think I own that one too. He was in. You do. He I'll was in Furious Seven as also. I think so. Otherwise, maybe we rented it. Oh. I've seen it twice. So, Netflix and Amazon Prime don't work overseas unless you get like a VPN or something. Right. Huh. But YouTube works. So, I watched a couple movies on YouTube. Wow. Do you know they have a pay uh, side of YouTube? Oh, do they? Yes, yeah, because. YouTube Red? I was trying to find Thundercats, the new Cartoon Network one from recent. Oh. Um, and I saw it on Amazon, but it's $2 an episode. Wow. And then, so I went, oh, well, I'm smart. I'll go to YouTube. Well, I found it. I was like, oh, sweet. It's on here. And I clicked on one. It's like, you have to pay. It was like $2 an episode. I was like, <laughs> oh, what? Why yeah. is everything else in the world available for me to watch with my streaming devices except for Thundercats? I was trying to show Mrs. <laughs> Jimmy an episode of Gilligan's Island because she's never seen it. And it, hmm. you had to pay to watch the episode. Are all the actors dead now? Who's getting all the royalties? Uh, I think only a couple of them are dead. Oh, maybe. Ones? Sing the song. Russell Johnson. Is that this inspector, <laughs> the science guy? Yeah. Anyway. Professor. Oh, about Marianne. I, I don't know. Go I, think, yeah, I was getting no, YouTube Japan. Gone. Oh, you were so getting Japanese Japanese ads. Oh, cool. <laughs> but uh, I watched a movie called um, Fan. No, Forbidden Planet. Forbidden oh, Planet. that sounds familiar. It does sound familiar. Came out in 1956. Whoa. It's got Robbie the Robot. Yeah. And Leslie Nielsen. Oh, really? I think I've seen yeah. that. Or was it? Probably. A... It's a classic. Interesting. Yeah, it's you. Sh- you should watch it. Maybe I'm thinking of Forbidden it's... Island. This one. You know, they're in a flying saucer, and they go to the planet to try to rescue some people who had crash-landed there, and they find a guy and his daughter, and he had built a robot while he was there, and yeah, it was good. Which you would do if you had crashed Obviously. somewhere. Yeah. But Leslie Nelson was in it as a very young man. Huh. I cannot picture him as a very young man. And and it was White not a comedy. <laughs> yeah. Well, he wasn't so really a comedian before Airplane, was he? Oh, Airplane was his and, first comedic role. And it's, I don't know if you'd call it comedic even. He well, plays he a was, straight man the whole time. Yeah. Was just, yeah. But after well, that, he <laughs> really got into comedy. Yeah. And then the other one I watched is called Brazil. 
You went to Japan to watch Brazil? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is a movie that was produced by Terry Gilliam from the oh, yeah. Monty Python. Huh. Um, and it doesn't have anything to do with the country Brazil. <laughs> it's based on the nuts. nuts. <laughs> it's all about nuts. No, it isn't. <laughs> it's actually named after the theme song that they used in the movie. Okay. <laughs> but it's like a it's dystopian 1984-esque uh, society that's huge on uh, bureaucracy. Oh. Kind of like and a, like a totalitarian States. government. So it shows um, them going to arrest this guy and they're arresting him, they're arresting the wrong guy because something in the paperwork got messed up. Oh, yeah. And they, so what they do is they cut a hole in their ceiling and then come down through the ceiling, bust through the doors and the windows. They throw this huge bag over the guy. And then they have his wife sign some receipts. <laughs> <laughs> they're taking her husband. <laughs> and they, they're like, here, sign here and here and here. And they're like, okay, here's your receipt. And here's our receipt for your receipt. <laughs> anyway, it's kind of... It's a. It's kind of funny, but not like. Not ha ha funny. <laughs> no, it's more of a. Really? What's the word I'm looking for? It's a. British. British. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily. Um, well, because Terry Gilliam's American. Oh. But it's a. It's a satire. Ah. Uh. That's what I'm trying to say. And there's a scene where a guy actually is killed by paperwork. It falls on him? <laughs> no, it's the paper starts sticking to him and attacking him, and he's like rolling around on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that does sound funny. Sometimes I look at my desk and I feel like that could happen. I could die of a cave in at well, any time. <laughs> it's got this guy, and he works at this place. Um, and the boss, anytime the boss is like, has his door open, everyone's bustling around with papers and going here and there and, you know, so like looking work? busy. Okay. Yeah, and as soon as he shuts the door, everyone starts watching sports. <laughs> and the boss sometimes tries to catch him by swinging the door open real quick, and everyone's like bustling around, and he shuts it. <laughs> they're all looking at their little monitors. <laughs> That's funny. What sport are they watching? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Highlight? It, they have these little tiny, tiny monitors for their computers. Like cell phones. But then they have like, they have these huge uh, magnifying glasses <laughs> that they put up to them. They so actually they can have see something them. like that you can get for your TV, put it in front <laughs> of your small TV. That's yeah. funny. Well, then he gets a job at a different place. And in exactly. this job, the boss is constantly walking around the office with a crowd of people around him asking him questions. And he's just like going, yes, no, send that security, you know, making all the decisions, basically. <laughs> and uh, he gets to his little office, which he actually has a door and everything, but the office is only like five feet wide. <laughs> and he starts setting things up on his desk, and he keeps noticing the desk moving. And then he realizes that he's sharing the desk with the guy in the office next to him. It's just sticking through a hole in the wall. <laughs> so we need more desks and so this. Yeah, they start doing tug of war at the desk. <laughs> anyway, this it's pretty good. How old is this movie? 
Uh, th- this one was made in 1985. Oh. So it probably looks very similar to like Monty Python. The way it's shot. Yeah, kind of. It, well, it's, it's also got Robert De Niro in it. Really? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> he plays this rogue um, air conditioning repairman who works outside the law. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so What's the guy has something wrong with his air conditioning. So he calls, he calls up Central Air to come fix it. That's and, it, you know, he knows that they're going to take weeks and weeks to get there. Even though he tells him it's an emergency. Well, after he hangs up, this guy shows up at his house. And uh, he had been tapping phones to find out when someone needed something repaired, and then he'd show up and repair it for him. <laughs> but funny. he's always, you know, real nervous about being caught by the authorities and stuff. Yeah. Because the government's branded him a terrorist or something. Anyway, that guy's <laughs> played by Robert De Niro. <laughs> That's funny. And it's got uh, that might be Michael Palin in it. We should watch it together. We should. Like all the three of us. Live it's a on good the show. show. Oh. It's very strange, but sounds like something very I would poignant. like. Well, did you like uh Time Bandits? Because that's also made by Terry Gilliam. I don't recall. It's been too long. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I've been watching. Cool. I've only seen one of those things that you mentioned, so. <laughs> I've seen a few of them. TV version. Yeah, and let me know if you have San Andreas, because I would be interested in borrowing that. Plus, I have two other movies of yours that I can give back to you. What? <laughs> Jurassic World and Pacific Rim. Oh, I haven't seen Pacific Rim in a while. We've watched them both a couple times. All right. I listen to a podcast called what? the Nerd Rage Podcast. Oh. And they... NRP? NERP? NERP, sure. I don't think they call themselves NERP. They should. But if it was us, we would. They're NERPless. Well, do we call ourselves Tess? I don't know. The engineering what? show. Anyways, back to Nerd Rage. Um, they talked about all the comic book movies and TV shows. So you had... Avengers talk. You had all the DC shows like Flash and Arrow. Well, have you seen the new trailer for the uh, Suicide Squad? No. That movie looks awesome. But they talked about it. So it was good. If you are inter- if you watch those shows, you would really enjoy the Nerd Rage podcast. He had guests on each time to talk about it, about st- stuff, and the guests were always pretty knowledgeable, and they seemed like they knew a lot of background from the comic books and stuff. And their show, it when I was surprised when I looked at how long the show was because the first one I listened to was over two hours, but it wow. didn't it see fast. it didn't drag. So the second one was like it was under two hours, but it's still an hour some. But it goes by. I mean, it's very good. Good pod. Good pod. So check out the Nerd Rage podcast. The other one is called Woman Up podcast, and it's two whoop. <laughs> it's two <laughs> women yes, and I'm doing that the entire time. they talk about the same types of things so they talked about flash and arrow and you From know suicide squad well they came out and said up front that they focus on the 
feminist aspect. So they talk about the women characters and if they're, you know, if they like the way that women were portrayed. I have a comment about the way women are portrayed in modern media. Okay. I think they've swung past where everything I watch now, the women characters are almost superhero-like, even if it's not a superhero show or movie. And they have every ability plus more of the people that are around them. Mm, interesting. I've noticed that a few things. Uh, it's a fortnightly show. And they had a the same kind of conversational style where they kind of just chit-chat. Um, they had a lot of... It's, a lot of energy so it was kind of fun listening to him and uh what was i gonna say oh i always enjoy listening to people talk about things that i've seen but from a totally different perspective so it was really interesting hearing their perspective on these things uh they talked a lot about the jessica jones show because it's you know the main character is a woman and there's some interesting concepts you know dealing with relationships in there i haven't seen it but from hearing i've heard about it from a lot of different people and so uh hearing about it from their point of view was really interesting so and it made me want to watch the show even more so check out woman up or what uh they're they're involved in like other types of media so they have like youtube shows and i didn't fully catch what all of their stuff was but it seems like they're in the media because they talked about interviewing celebrities and stuff on their other things like their and big time things, not like independent podcasts, like actual media sites. So mm. yeah, they're in the, they're into nerd culture. So check Wouldn't that out. Wouldn't it be a funny segment if, I came up with like interviews where I took other people's interviews and I just, I come up with a list of questions and then no matter what the actual questions were, I I put their answer in for my questions. <laughs> that would be funny. Like, like Weird Al does. Yeah. Yeah. But probably not as cleaned up as his. I want it raw. Like have nothing to do with the, well, <laughs> it'd be like political interviews. You can ask a politician anything. Yeah. And the answer they give you is what they want to talk about. It has nothing to do with the question. We also, uh, we were flipping through Amazon Prime looking at movies and saw Free Willy on there, on Prime for free. I think I have that movie. So we watched it with uh, for movie night with the kids and they loved it. I haven't seen that since probably it was a new movie, but it's really good. The whole time I was thinking, so the point of this movie is that if you're a juvenile delinquent you can break any rule and you'll still get everything you want yes <laughs> that's <laughs> the, the moral of the him. story yeah um but you know it's uh the kid is an orphan running away from foster homes and ends up getting put caught and put with who's, this couple who's and, his dad or his foster dad in this movie it seems like it's somebody you would, know. you would recognize him i don't remember his name um, the foster mom also, you would recognize, recognize, recognize. Um, but he, he, well, before he gets caught, he ends up vandalizing this. Um, it's funny because it actually takes place near us. So, um, but they end up vandalizing this place where there's a, a killer, killer whale, 
and uh, that's where they get caught. And so, as punishment, he has to go and clean up the graffiti. Um, so the mom is Jane Atkinson, and the dad is Michael Madsen. Michael Madsen, yeah, he's from Kill Bill. Oh, huh. He's from a lot of those types of movies. Yeah. So basically, he's Michael Ironside's in it. Yeah, he's a he's, he's kind a bad of the guy, bad right? guy. Yeah, what happens is the the they can't get the whale Willie to perform, and so basically they spent. <laughs> well, <laughs> is that a euphemism? <laughs> no, I, you know what's funny is asking people, "What does that euphemism mean?" For just <laughs> random things they say. It's really I funny. do I do that sometimes. It's pretty fun. Well, so they captured this whale, and he was too old to be caught, to, to be trained, and they can't train him to to do tricks in front of an audience but then and he won't even he won't even interact with the trainers or anything he's just really mean whale but then the kid kind of befriends him and the kid gets him to do tricks oh they're friends yeah and uh have you seen the sequel blackfish oh wait (laughs) so uh he ends up training willie they're not fish no. But uh, but their first show is a flop, and so the they get the crowd wet. No, there were. <laughs> Anyways, for some sweat. reason, Willie won't perform. So the the guy that owns the park has an insurance uh policy, policy on the whale that pays out if the whale dies. So they plot to kill Willie. So it's got. Is this movie an allegory? I don't know, but what does that mean? I thought it was interesting because it had the, you know, the corporate bad guy because he wanted he valued the money more than the whale. But it also had something you don't see in movies very often anymore, which is insurance fraud. That's with Michael Jackson. Mm. And uh, music. So, the boy finds out his name's Jesse. He figures out that they're going to kill Willie and he and the trainers abscond with Willie and set him free. And the kids loved it so much that a couple nights later we rented on Amazon Free Willie 2, which has all the same characters. But you meet Jesse's half-brother that he didn't know he had. Was his name uh, Cybok? No, it was it was Elvis. <laughs> Oh, Elvis Presley. No, that. Oh, Elvis Costello. No, the herefore unknown unknown Elvis. Do <laughs> you have any oh. more Elvises, or is that the Nick go through all? But <laughs> in that one, there's an oil spill that's threatening Willie and his siblings. Oh no! So they have to. Can they and just swim there's deeper? another corporate bigwig in there that they can't just swim deeper. They do eventually swim under the oil, <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, there's another corporate guy that wants to catch Willie and sell him. <laughs> but Catching a full-size killer whale would be difficult, I would think. Well, they just surround him with a net and then grab him with a crane in a sling. Did a Klingon bird of prey show up to thwart their attempt? <laughs> Captain, <laughs> there be whales here. No, but uh, Jesse and his brother thwart them. So they're good. 
Um, they're good for the kids. The kids love them. The whales do tricks and are, you know, kind of steal the show. It's fun. The second one has some romance. It's funny because Willie and Willmance. Uh, Jesse meets a girl. It's his. Will-mance? It's one of the whale trainers nieces or something but um he should have made grandma that'd be funnier he takes he takes (laughs) her to this beach and they actually get to pet the whale and stuff well but then no they're the whales in the water (laughs) i'm glad you put it that way but then uh the the little brother tells the dad that he saw them kissing even though they weren't. What? So then the dad pulls Jesse aside and is like, hey, I heard about what you and she were doing, and I just want you to be careful. And he's like, it's okay. You know, I'm kind of an expert at this. And he's like, well, (laughs) you know, it can be dangerous. It can lead to sex. And he's like, what? (laughs) That's a euphemism. I don't petting the whale. I don't think we're talking about the same thing. You know, he's like, we didn't. He's like, what are you talking about? And Yeah. It was funny. All right. Uh, oh, I downloaded a new album for free on Amazon Prime. Did you? It's I don't know how new it is, but it alerted me recently. It knew that I had some Panic at the Disco albums downloaded. So when a new one came up, it alerted me. said, hey, there's a new Panic at the Disco album available. So I downloaded it and I <laughs> listened to, to it over the last couple of days. I don't like it as well as the older ones that I have, but it's still pretty good. I mean, it's still something you can listen to start to end, and there's no bad songs. There wasn't, like, a song that got stuck in my head or anything, but they're fairly catchy tunes, if you like that kind of music. All right, that's me. What have you got? I don't know. Oh, let me go to the page where it has the notes. Well, first, I don't have it on here. He has a whole because, page. Oh, I do have it on here. Dark Matter. I've probably talked about that before. But it's really taken off for me. And I had, like, actually a multi-episode arc recently with a cliffhanger, which was good. Um, and you're learning. I've pretty much learned most of the secrets of all of the crew now. Because if you don't know, this is a show about a crew that wakes up from stasis. There's six mm. of them. And no one has any memories of who they are or how they're in a ship. Nope, they're in a ship. Oh, okay. (laughs) And so they just named themselves in the order that they woke up. So there's one through six. Huh. Um. So yeah, it's good. I recommend it. I told somebody at work about it, and and she said that she lost, didn't have much interest after the first two episodes, and you kind of have to get past that. It's not mm. bad. I mean, I, I found it entertaining still, but it's actually one of the I've, highest rated new sci-fi TV shows. It's, I've got it in my queue. And where are you watching this? Netflix. Oh, it's, it's first Netflix. season. Oh. The second season is about to start, I think, on broadcast. I'll have to maybe find that and record it so huh. watch it. Um, but good. one of the episodes, I think it was four. No, it was six. I'm sorry. Rikerd, we sat on the table, <laughs> and I laughed. It's got to be an homage. Yes, I would think <laughs> it was funny. Um, so watch that one. And I was, I told somebody, yeah, the main lady on it is this, the girlfriend of the numbers guy. 
from numbers. And I was totally wrong. It wasn't. We looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> but they looked so much the same. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I, th- I think it still might be the same person. Maybe she just has a different stage name for her science fiction work. <laughs> Maybe it's her evil twin. Maybe she got did married you, and changed her name. Did you look up pictures side by side? I haven't put them side by side, but they look the same. Anyway, plus the pictures don't do it justice because you have like the glamour headshots or whatever. Right. But they look, talk, and act the same. Hmm. Mm, maybe they're clones. Maybe. Um, they could be based on the character. <laughs> anyway, mm. it's good. I would recommend it. Um, the next one. Oh, I watched Way of the Dragon. Is that Bruce Lee? Bruce Lee, circa 1972. Nice. It's got the scene where he fights Chuck Norris. Oh. It also has my favorite scene of uh, Bruce Lee's of all time where he's fighting a group of men with nunchucks. <laughs> and there's one especially good time where the, so there's one bad guy left conscious. And at that one point, Bruce had laid down one of the nunchucks so he could do some, do some two-handed moves. Yeah. And the guy picks up the pair of nunchucks, holds the, the one end in his hand, and the other end is tucked underneath his arm like Bruce has his. And then Bruce like flinches at him, and he swings it out and hits him from the right in the face. <laughs> <It's cool. laughs> it takes place in Rome. Oh, he's defending a Chinese food restaurant of the granddaughter of a friend of his. Cool. So if you like Kung Fu movies, my kids got a kick out of it because they got to see why that, um, what do you call that? That common conception of Kung Fu movies where the voices are the dubbing. Wrong. Yeah. They got to see some of that in real life action. Cool. Which is good. And then I finally got my Men 16 game. Oh, at long last. At long last. I've already played four or five games. It's fun. There's a lot more passing options. Oh. Like you control whether you guy throws it high or low. So you can like throw it low if you're like doing a curl route and you want to try to keep it away from the defender. Yeah. Though the likelihood of your receivers catching it might be lower, I've experienced. You can also throw it higher. I've had a lot of fun throwing fade routes of the middle to my tight end. Nice. And there's other ones you could do. There's a like a medium lob pass you can do, a double tapping the icon of the of the guy you're throwing it to. Hmm. You can always do a but a dub, you know, the hold down and do a uh, what's bullet. It, a bullet pass. There's the tap to get the high arc pass. It's fun. Um, I lost the first game. I was playing with my youngest son, and we lost to the 49ers just like the Vikings did in real life. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because. My son couldn't run. I was getting kind of frustrated because he's running back and he would run right where the arrow showed up on the play art. Yeah. Which you got to dip for that a little bit. Otherwise, half the time you're running to the back of your lineman. So you got to read the holes and still try to hit the hole. Yeah. But it takes some practice. It's good. I need to come play that with you. Yes, you do. And then um, I wa- listened to a podcast. What? I hadn't listened to it for a while. Um, it's called The Film Vault, and it's got Brian Bishop from Adam Carolla's show oh, fame, yeah. and his friend, oh crap, I can't remember his name, right off hand. Anyway, they talk about movies. Um, the episode I was listening to, they weren't hadn't talked about movies to the point I got to it. I was listening at work, so I got interrupted a lot. <laughs> um, they were talking about the... Uh, 
What's that award show that's coming up? Golden Globes or Oscars or one of those Tonys. I don't know. <laughs> I don't pay attention to the awards. I just like to watch people's movies. I don't care about the actors themselves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then in an attempt to take my wife to see Star Wars again, which I wanted to see it, and she's like, well, I'll go with you. So we went out to dinner, and then, like we often do on our date night, we then went to Walmart and did grocery shopping. <laughs> Stopped by the house just to drop the groceries off, and then uh, we're headed off to go to a theater we hadn't been to before. And my wife had looked it up on Fandango to see what time the movie played. And there was, if we'd hurried and left the house right then, we might have been able to just miss the previews and catch the very start of the movie, because it was like at 8.30. So we decided to take the 9.30 show. Which thought would be fine. Well, we showed up at, for the 9.30 show and asked for the tickets. And she's like, that's in 3D only at that time. I was like, oh. oh. I don't want to see it in 3D. I already saw it in 3D. I want to actually go watch the movie this time. <laughs> so we weren't sure what to do. So we stepped aside. Somebody else bought tickets. And I thought, my wife's like, well, we could see a different movie. It's like, wasn't that one you wanted to see? So, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I thought it might make me upset, which kind of did. <laughs> Um, we watched the Benghazi story movie. Oh, Michael Bay. Hmm. So I wasn't sure about it. I was like, well, it just has explosions and stuff. I was like, well, this is kind of a war movie, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah, it needs explosions. And he did a great <laughs> job at it. It's basically the story well, of. Uh, well, he did. He did good with the last ship. I haven't seen that. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, go on. I was expecting a transformer to jump out at any time. But, uh, no, it's actually the main character is. Uh, um, Jim Halpert from The Office. Oh, yeah. Which seems like a weird role for him. Yeah. But um, he did a really good job at it. And basically the story is, uh, it takes place when Libya's government, right after Libya's government got overthrown. Thanks to part part of, uh, partly because of us, I think. Um, And there is a American ambassador that goes over there. And... Then there's also a covert CIA base. And the covert CIA base has a full staff of 20-some CIA operatives. That's a secret base. Like, we're not supposed to be there with it or whatever. It's not sanctioned at all. Um, and it has, like, six ex-Special Forces security officers that work there. And one of them is that Jim Halpert character. Well, um, the... Ambassador's compound, which is a mile away from the CIA head covert headquarters, gets attacked by a group of pretty well armed and um, organized attackers, Libyans. And the whole time, the operators, the ex operators, like two Navy SEALs, there's some uh, other special forces guys like uh, Green Beret and stuff like that, I think, are chomping at the bit, bit to go over and help. And then they can go over there and take care of it, like, quickly. Um, and there's a lot of him and hawing, and the CIA station chief won't let them go. And um, they end up actually going anyways, but it's too late. They they get there after the attack's over. Hmm. And then they retreat back to their, well, they, they kind of get to start getting attacked again as they're trying to leave. Because they gather up everyone they can and get them back over to the CIA base. And then later that day or night, they get attacked there. Oh. And it's about their battle with that. And the whole time, you know, they're trying to get help. Like, there's a drone flying over, but it won't help. It's just video. And that's all they get. 
Um, and then it's like, it's, it's ridiculous. It just makes you upset at our <laughs> own government and our, our ability to send people into harm's way, but not support them when they get in trouble. It's really frustrating. Sounds like it. Um, based on a true story. Right. Based on the witness of the surviving security guys. Hmm. Two of them die, I think. Spoiler alert. But it's in the news, <laughs> so you should know that if you know anything about it and want to see the movie. But it's, even if it's not a true story, it's a good movie. It's got a good plot. It's got lots of good action. You really you know, get attached to the characters and care about them. Oh. And everyone in it acts really well. My wife made a comment. One of the guys is a guy that's always a special operative in movies. <laughs> um, we used to watch the show The Unit, and he was uh, a guy on there. And seriously, every time you see a movie that has special ops, he's one of the guys, it feels like. That's awesome. <laughs> that he had, yeah, a scene that made my wife cringe a little bit where he gets injured. Ooh. And his injury is, yeah, his left hand, I think, is barely hanging onto his arm, like halfway up his forearm. Yikes. And he's like wobbling around his friends. Let's stop. You're going to hurt it worse. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a good movie. I recommend it. I really wanted to see Star Wars though. But I still have a free movie ticket burning a hole in my pocket. Okay, that's consumption. Woo. So I got another Japan Japan story that isn't really nerd cred, but I'm going to throw it in anyway. Okay. So that place I was telling you about that we ate the dessert at. Yeah. Coco. Well, the first time Coco. we went, no, we sorry. there was no name in English on it, so we didn't know the name of the restaurant. But I had the receipt from my meal, and so when I was talking to my kids on Skype, I held the receipt up to the laptop camera. And then my daughter took a picture with her phone and used an app to translate it. <laughs> and so I was all excited here. Okay, what's the name of the restaurant? That fits she says, it says receipt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so the Japanese word on there was receipt and didn't have the name of the restaurant. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> funny. But for my uh, nerd cred, I was uh, wanting to, I did find the restaurant finally. I went to TripAdvisor. And just search through the list of hotels in the city until I found a picture that, oh, that's the place. And so when I was going to leave a review there, I was noticing that other reviews for it were in Japanese. Yeah. So I used Google Translate um, to translate my 
review into Japanese and then back into English to see if it made sense. <laughs> and so then I, I tooled around with the, my review so that it would make sense when it was translated into Japanese and then back. <laughs> oh. Like, I so. should probably mention bears less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I also uh, went crazy with my geography nerdism when somebody was discussing whether or not the country Georgia was in Asia or Europe. And so <laughs> I went into a lot of detail describing its location in, the, <laughs> in relation to other countries and lakes and things. And <laughs> the person I was explaining to was like, wow, you know a lot about geography. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> yeah. So is it in Europe or Asia? It's in Asia. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was the United States. <laughs> it's on the East Coast. <laughs> what are you talking about? You would think that. Falcon anyway, that's mine. All right. Um, I don't. I didn't really have anything. So. Oh. I guess we'll just go on to DVD. So I want to see if you could tell what this picture is of. Okay. My son made this in uh, pottery class. I knew exactly what it was the first time I saw it when I saw it on, on my desk. Or out on the table when I got home. Let's see. Uploads. Oh, it's northeast of Turkey. Okay, so it's a ball that oh, is has a name on it. red and yellow st stripes longitudinally Yep. What's with a cross on the top. And I saw I got spoiled on you it. You got spoiled on it. Um, it, <laughs> he made a holy hand grenade from Monty Python. <laughs> it's a rattle. There's something inside of it that rattles. Oh, when you, you shake it. Interesting. But apparently that um, that teacher often in his class shows Monty Python movies. <laughs> and I was rather impressed. My my when I showed it to my older son, this was uh, my middle son that made it. Um, the two of them started quoting my Monty Python quotes, and I was like, <laughs> they did it pretty good. I've trained them well. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> it was good. So that was the first one. The second one, I had an idea for a book. Picture this. In a world. Q has a run-in with a Klingon. And Q thinks it would be funny to take this Klingon, like he tends to do, and throw him across the... Not just the galaxy, but to a, a distant galaxy. A galaxy far, <laughs> far away. And through time. Long, long, long ago. Ago. In a galaxy far, far away. And when he throws them there, he gives these endows them with the Force. Oh. And it's <laughs> a Klingon Jedi story. Nice. Then You're going to write this? Wow, they're friends. I'm thinking about it. The ideas piqued my interest. Oh, and I had somebody tell me at work today I was creative. Oh, I never hear that. I got an A plus at work. I try to tell them it's not difficult. You just gotta pretend, think, use your <laughs> brain for something other than whatever you're doing with it. <laughs> so, all of our paperwork at work has to be checked by another engineer, of course. And uh, whenever my section lead checks something, he gives it a letter grade. But he only gives out two <laughs> grades, A plus or F minus. So if you have anything that requires fixing, you get an F minus. Ouch. 
And if, oh. and if it's more than something minor, he draws a picture of a head with a dagger through it. So you get the bloody dagger through the head. That's a common thing in our office is the bloody dagger through the head. Oh, my! the guy is sure a cubicle with kind of. We took our tall wall down and put a half wall between us. Yeah. Um, but apparently when he gets a paperwork that actually ends up with a blank page, he has to draw a picture. So he draws a picture <laughs> of it on on it. He's on drawn it. a leprechaun. He draw, drew a talking horse. <laughs> So that's my nerd cred, I think. Okay. All I right. started drawing another house in AutoCAD. Oh. And I'm studying my professional engineering license exam. Hmm. Sounds like fun. Final segment is feedback. What? We got some new, some Facebook likes from some old friends, such as Neil Orange Peel and Matthew from Pastors By Podcast. We got, mm-hmm. we got this, we got one this week from our younger sister Shayla. Woohoo! And is that Doctor Who's Chinese counterpart? Yes, woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> I was like, how does Shayla fit into that? And I didn't, yeah. (laughs) Um, And we got a new Facebook like from someone named Connor that I believe Mr. Pold works with. Connor McLeod? Yes, I've been, I was spreading the news over our podcast. Start spreading the new nerds. Told several new people about it. Cool. New nerds. Um, and we got a Facebook comment on our last episode from our older sister, Rachel. She our said, older sister? Our, oh, mine. I guess she's younger than y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that. From, <laughs> yeah, my older sister, your younger sister. Yes. She said, because we had LFG on last week. She said, speaking of LFG, a friend of mine has LFG on his license plate. And she it, hit him? And it, With a car? <laughs> no, I believe the <laughs> letters on the license oh. plate spelt out LFG. Whatever and it made her think of us. So I'm guessing her friend is also a lazy fat guy? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we, could, we could ask her. Um, on Twitter, uh, one of our followers named Citizen Speak promoted our Passersby podcast episode. Nice. So I wanted to shout them out and say thanks. And 
less surprisingly now than it was two hours ago when I first noticed this, <laughs> our non-U.S. page view leader of the week was Japan, which wow. is, probably had to do with you being there. I did listen to the show. Well, you bumped Japan up to the top of the non-U.S. list. <laughs> yeah, I actually drew a picture of the green arrow and paint while I listened. Yes, we saw that. I saw that. It looked good. That's where some of our likes came from this week. Cool. I forgot to mention that, so thanks for bringing it up. Uh, I wanted to shout out some of our pod friends. Passers by podcast, of course, is a good one. Willie. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's a whale. He's a pod. pod. Yeah. Come on. Look um, over here, guys. Should be, should be whaley. This is gold. Yeah. We're mispronouncing it. Well, that's how he pronounces it, but he, you know, has a speech impediment, so we don't really bring it up. Well, have you seen the size of his tongue? Anyways, uh, Almost Educational Podcast, uh, Span the Void, Happy Cast, Matt and Andrew versus Society, and So Wizard Podcast. So check those guys out. If you like what we do, you probably like those also. If you want to contact us, our email address is enginenerdyshow at gmail.com, or you can just comment on our Facebook page or tweet at us. We're at Engineerdy Show. Uh, rate and review on iTunes and Stitcher, and you can listen to the show also if your app isn't working. Just go to our website, engineerdyshow.blogspot.com. You can listen there, and you can comment on there also. And you'll also find our advertiser links on that page. So check those out for your free trials of Amazon Prime and Audible.com. Stay nerdy, everyone. Sayonara. You have been and always shall be my friends, nerds. You know, so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Something with an A or a G. Just be sure that I can tell it. Just be sure that I can tell Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and tuny things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees You know me so you've seen it all before at me stuck in a tree Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore Something multiplied by a three Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again So your friends, why are you calling them nerds? Because it's a p- positive word Oh they're, Yeah, they're nerd friends Nerd friends They're grands. friends Friends they're furds. 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 They're fur delicious. <laughs> Where the red friend grows. <laughs> oh. Most guitars are made of trees with some L for the strings and some frets and tuny things. Most guitars are made of trees. Most guitars are made of trees. People play them while they sing. Some are dull and some just ring. 
song most guitars are made of trees is by greg gibbs hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.